Hello, beautiful, lovely, kinky people. And there might be a vanilla or two listening to this. Hello to you too. Happy Monday. And I am glad you're listening to this week's podcast. And if you're new to my podcast, I always have two a week. I usually have one on Mondays and on Tuesdays. And they are always going to be BDSM related or DS related or kink related, fetish related just because that is what some of the core thing in our group is not necessarily a big huge part but it is a big part of our group um and there's a lot of not really great information out there and at least a lot of our admin team is experienced in it and now that we have more people in it even if they're not practicing it we all have like i would say a good combined 50 years between us all so you're getting a good tapping of knowledge between all of us of knowing stuff about kinks and fetishes and all kinds of stuff and then of course you know here I am me being a clinician I also like to talk about mental and physical health and sexual health and things like that so I think I decided as a general rule keep the podcast related more to BDSM and DS and kink related stuff. So, all right. So for this week, we are going to get into today, how to tell the difference between a kink from a fetish and why sexual attraction is not the same with that. You know, it's very different. And then Tuesday, we will get more into talking about different types of kinks and fetishes. Um, I know on Sunday, I put up a link for a test on fetishes and kinks and stuff like that. So if you were vanilla and you were kind of curious about it, it was a good test to find out, number one, if you do have a lot of kinks. Number two, if you do or don't, you know what they are. Um, It helped people that really want to explore this, but they weren't sure what the hell to do. This helped out with that. So, all right, let's get it started in today's podcast. So I'm going to start off with trying to help you with trying to learn how to keep track of the difference between a fetish, a kink, and sexual attraction. They're not necessarily all connected or the same. You can have a fetish and it is sexualized. Generally, fetishes are kind of sexualized, but it's not necessarily as connected with sexual attraction as you think. It is, but it's not. Kink does not have to be sexually linked up at all. There are plenty of people who are in... DS and BDSM that do nothing sexual at all with it. A good example is I'm a service submissive. Um, I do service submissive for my dominant. Sometimes I do service submission for other dominants that are that I respect. And service submission is not a sexual type of submission. It is a, like, like a, a maid or a butler type of thing. So it's very non-sexual at all. It could it be? Yes. Is it? No. Um, 
So let's get into this. Sexual attraction. So sexual attraction has to do basically with another person's ability to get you sexually aroused. Um, This is usually tied into emotional, mental triggers that you specifically have in your personality that are not always going to be easy to point out or pick out or identify. So... For example, um, you might think of a person's body and the type of body shape you are attracted to. So that sparks a sexual chain reaction in your brain and sexual thoughts and everything. And from those thoughts and that that chain reaction gets a sexual impulse. So then it leads into drawing you more in and things like that. So you're often going to be Often you're going to be very aware what triggers you in a sexual attraction. And sometimes you have no idea. Um, A good example is someone who knows that they like red hair. They're sexually attracted to it. They just always have. Then one day randomly they like the way a certain cologne or perfume smells. And it brings out a lot of sexual attraction to them. They didn't know. They never smelled that perfume before or that cologne before. So they would never know. So sexual attraction, a lot of times you do know, sometimes you don't know what's going to attract you. Now, there is a difference between sexual attraction and physical attraction. All right, so sexual attraction is the raw sexual desire to hit the sheets with somebody, to have sex with them. But physical attraction is the fondness you experience for someone based on their appearance or behavior. So you can be physically attracted to somebody and have no sexual desire to sleep with them. So a good example is this, like one of my good friends, he is fine as fuck. Um, He is just, he's fine. (laughs) But I have no desire to sleep with him. I consider him like a brother. I really do. I love him to death. But it just kind of turns me off and turns my stomach to think of sleeping with him. I I just have no desire. But a lot of women are attracted to him. I can see that he is physically attractive. He is. But there's just no sexual chemistry between us. And he'll say the same. He thinks that I'm beautiful. But he's just not attracted to me to sleep with me. But he'll tell you in a hot second, oh yeah, Carol's beautiful. She's just drop dead gorgeous he does not see how anyone would not be attracted to me that you know and me for him you know I don't see I can see why women are physically attracted to him he's a good looking guy he really is so I get that now physical once again physical attraction means you're just drawn to a person and it could be in a romantic way could be in a platonic way but you're physically attracted to that person so it could just be based on their behavior their appearance but sexual attraction is clearly tied to sex it is you wanting to sleep with that person so a good example of this is you may not find somebody physically attractive but 
they do something for you so what a thing is like ugly handsome ugly handsome guy you're not attracted to this guy but there's something sexually attractive about them so that you know that's where we come into the celebrities where we're like i don't understand why they're they have an appeal but uh, you know for like from you know something like that so that's what we talk about when we talk about sexual attraction all right so let's go into kink now kinks generally is less about what draws you to another person and more about how you express that attraction to that person so kinks are sexual behaviors i would not necessarily say it's always sexual um I don't know. I, I would ne- ne- not necessarily say it is. I You know, some people will say it is, but it's not. You know, like I said, service submission is considered a kink, but it's not sexual. So I'm, I'm going to always stick to my guns on that. Now, kinks are generally characterized as sexual behaviors but they're behaviors that his in the past or historically has been labeled as unconventional or abnormal so a general way to think about it a kink is a part of sex and it's the prop or costumes and role play to enhance the connection or intimacy you have with that person so some people think of a kink as a sexual orientation so there's a columnist by the name of Dan Savage. And that's something I actually will bring him up every so often. He's very well known, generally. If you have a chance to come across his articles, I would read them. He gives a very fascinating point of view on sexuality for humans. Um, and he has been quoted as saying when it comes to kink, while some kinksters identify strongly with their kinks and are open with their sexual interests and about their sexual interests being into baby bonnets or bondage isn't about who you love it's about how you love that's actually a pretty good description of what a kink is now one of the most famous kinks around is bdsm so as we can as we know it's called bondage discipline sadomasochism Okay, or we say bondage, discipline, submission, sadomasochism. Okay, so if somebody is into BDSM, they tend to get their kicks off of control or submission to enrich their sexual experiences with the person that they're with. Now, BDSM, and I will say this time and time again, not everything in BDSM is sexual. Yes, it's a kink, but not necessarily sexual. And that's something I love to get clear to people because there are people that are asexual, that are not into sexuality at all or expressing it that are into kinks in BDSM. So a good person, as an example, is someone who is asexual and just wants to be a service submissive. They have no desire to sleep with that person. They have no desire to be bound up. They have no desire to do any of that. They just want to serve that dom 
that's it. That's all they want to do. There's nothing sexual about that for them. Now, a kink generally is not just about props and abnormal scenarios. Kinks are often hardwired wired into the primary way that they prefer to engage and define their sexual identities. So that's an important thing to know about a kink. If something is appeals to you in a kinky way, that's a part of who you are. You're hardwired for that. I am hardwired to like submission just am I am not hardwired to want to be a dominant it's not how I click it's not who I am now have I done a dominant role in the past yes I have I've actually held a permanent collar for a submissive in an emergency situation because she was just floundering and she needed that support and her dom that was with her was not a very good dom at all so I stepped in and took that role over even though it wasn't for me I did that for necessity for protection of that sub nothing there was sexual for me nothing there was remotely wanting me to carry it further than just a protection collar and I mean she said I was good at what I did at being a dom but I told her as soon as you find you know another good dom or if I find a good dom I'm going to actually just end up giving you to someone else I trust to hold your collar as another protection collar and you get to thinking that they're okay too because if I find somebody I like it's going to be uncomfortable for me to be in that Dom's collar and still hold on to your protection collar. So that was an uncomfortable thing for me. And I let her know that from jump. So that way she knows when I did get a dominant, um, that I was going to help her find another protection collar that was going to be able to help her. And, even, and I wasn't abandoning her. I still was going to be there to be her friend and be there for her. But, you know, it, that's not how I float. I'm not a dom. I, I'm just not. I don't, I'm not wired that way. So, all right. So the last thing we're going to get into is fetishes. So a fetish is basically an object or bodily part who's real or fancied or excuse me, fantasy presence is psychologically necessary for sexual gratification and is an object of fixation to the extent that it may interfere with complete sexual expression. That comes from the Merriam with, uh, Web <laughs> excuse me, that comes from the Merriam-Webster dictionary as a definition of what a fetish is. So one of the key words in that definition is object. So fetishes don't have to do anything with the person. It doesn't have to do with the person at all. It has to do with a particular part of that human being or that person. So a good example is a hand fetish or someone who's into just breasts or feet or fingernails or hair. It's, it's not 
about the person attached to the hand or the hair or the foot. It's about the foot itself or the hand itself or the hair itself. Now, people can have fetishes for latex clothing, bodily fluids, specific kinds of artwork, um, fetishes, what they consider like a trigger item. Now, that trigger item can lead into sexual activity or sexual thoughts, you know. So, even without having that body part actually there or that object there, they are not able to have a good sexual experience without having that item there or that body part there that helps that fetishist get more in the mood. So, now, so wrapping this up is how we're going to be able to differentiate between it all is now, you might be sexually attracted to someone because they have beautiful feet. Or your kink may involve toe sucking or sucking fingers or nibbling on ears. And that helps you build up intimacy with the person you're sexual with. Or non-sexual, like I said, in the case of service submission. Or you might just be into sucking toes and that's your greatest pleasure comes from sucking toes and feet and that's how you get your sexual release from sucking a toe all right so that is the major differences between them all and i hope that you enjoyed the podcast today and so tomorrow we'll get more into what specific types of kinks and fetishes and keep in mind there are a lot Um, we're not going to go over all of them we're just going to go over some of the most common ones so all right prepare yourself it probably will be a semi-lengthy podcast but i think an interesting one um that was one of the ones that i know we voted on and that people really wanted to know so we're going to touch on that tomorrow all right I hope you have a great day and bye.